You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you tired of the I can't mindset? The I'm not good enough mindset? Do you feel like your negative thoughts control your life? Well, you came to the right place. Because in the next 30 minutes, you will learn how to break free from the limiting mindset of anxiety, fear, victimization, depression, trauma, and self-hatred by reprogramming your subconscious mind. It's time to master your mind with Dr. Erica. Hello, hello, good people, and welcome to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is a good day. I just like to start off with a deep breath because sometimes we go through our day without stopping and just breathing. And so let's just have a deep breath. Just blow out all those tensions, all the stress, all the anxiety that you might be feeling. Let's just do one more deep breath. I love it. I actually love to hear the sound of our breath because it reminds me that I am alive. And when you know that you've been given another day to live, then you know that you can change your your life. You can change your journey and the trajectory of your journey. And so I just want everyone to know as a psychologist, I am a daily advocate of CBD. Everyone knows I use CBD daily. Why? Because it provides me with calmness and focus in order to do what I need to do and offer the emotional and and mental support to so many that, that I serve. And I just want everyone to know out there that I am still running my coaching specials You know, I really want people to know that you deserve to live the life that you were designed to live. And so many people like me have been dealing with chronic stress for the past two years, and there is help. There is support. There is a way for you to get relief. You just have to reach out, have the courage, take the step. You are worthy and deserving. And so please check out my website, healthyminds.expert. Reach out and just let me know that you're out there, you're listening, and that you really enjoy the work that we're doing here. Um, I am so excited to introduce my special guest today, Dr. Mark Halpern. And Dr. Mark Halpern is a chiropractor, an author, lecturer, and certified heart math practitioner who is certified in additional healing modalities, including Psyche and Ho'oponopono. In both his personal and professional life, Dr. Mark has been drawn to methods that promote optimal health and healing of the brain, body, and spirit. But for many years, he has also been living a double life. To the outside world, he was a confident and capable chiropractor with a growing practice. He excelled at sports, and whenever he could, he succeeded at physically demanding, extreme, and often dangerous outdoor activities. Yet this was a man suffering from crippling anxiety when not in and with a patient or hanging from a cliff. Wow. During the initial COVID lockdown, Dr. Mark made the conscious decision to turn what was becoming a disastrous situation into an opportunity to face his biggest fears. 
He literally reviewed every book, therapy, and method he had tried during his quest to reduce or eliminate the anxiety he experienced for over 30 years. It was a powerful process that enabled him to eliminate the circumstances, habits, or experiences that didn't serve him and to create a coherence between his heart, mind, and body. Thus, the Coherence Revolution was born. His book, an online course, Coherence Revolution, Finding Flow on Your Journey to the Present Moment, were created to teach people how to self-regulate and engage in a self-inquiry necessary to create an inspired, healthy, and vibrant life. He is here today to join us and illuminate to what that means for you. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Dr. Mark, for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. And so just tell us a little bit about your journey, because it's hard for me to believe that for 30 years, you had this anxiety, but yet you were hanging off cliffs and doing these crazy life threatening stunts. <laughs> well, it, it all actually makes a lot of sense when you understand the process, because, um, you know, on the surface, I always I grew up, I was a well-adjusted kid. I had lots of friends and family. And really, I, there was nothing that anybody would have said, wow, this kid is about to develop some massive or uh, severe anxiety. But I would say, you know, around grade seven, grade eight, normal teenage angst set in. And as that angst set in and the, the mind racing and, you know, moodiness and some of the insecurities and all those things that most teenage um, kids go through, it really started to affect me in this process of, you know, mind racing followed by chemical release in the brain of these stress hormones. And then that would create anxiety that would create more thoughts and that would create more anxiety. And it kind of became this pattern and eventually became a neurological pattern that was in my nervous system. And so little things would trigger me uh, for years. And so through my teens and in my twenties and in my thirties, it was really this never ending search to get rid of anxiety. You know, my approach, because I was part scientific, I was part philosophical, that was sort of me always. Um, I tried everything. And my approach was to try every Eastern, every Western based approach from medications and cognitive behavioral therapy and psychotherapy and going to psychiatrists, and then trying homeopathy and naturopathy and uh, energy work and past life regression and quantum energy. And I mean, you name it, I, I had tried it. Uh, and, you know, it was always this excitement that this new method was going to work. They tell me it would take a month or two months or six months or whatever it would take. And you'd get this excitement. You're on the right track. You get a little bit of results. And then all of a sudden it wasn't going away and something would trigger the anxiety even worse. And you go through the cycle over and over again. And it was this disappointment. And this really did follow me through my 20s, 30s, and even the beginning of my 40s. Um, However, I did start to have things that started to work for me, namely heart math techniques to uh, start to develop renewing emotions and things like meditation and learning how to use my senses, learning how to use the world around me. And you see, when the pandemic started, uh, it was actually March of 2020. Uh, I work in an office, there's three of us, and we had just finished a renovation. And so we were told, uh, you know, the renovation was done. We were coming back to work. We, we arrived there March 15th, 2020. And then the government locked us down and said, go home. You're going to go home for an undetermined amount of time. And I had no idea if I was going to work again, you know, how I was going to support my family, how I was going to help my patients. 
So there was a lot of uncertainty. And knowing my background of anxiety, I thought this is not going to be a good situation for me if I just sat at home and waited to see what happened. So that's when I did, I went through every book, every therapy, every therapist, every mentor, everything I'd ever done for anxiety, I reviewed it. You know, those books that you flip over the top page and you go, I'm going to come back to that at some point. And then this was the time I, you know, I came back to it finally. So I went through everything that didn't work, everything that did work. And I thought that they both had value because if I was going to help people, I wanted to save them time. I wanted to save them money. I wanted to save them frustration. And so telling people what worked, what didn't work and giving that advice uh, just seemed to resonate with me. And so I determined that I was going to start writing as if it was my job. So I'd get up in the morning, I'd exercise, I'd meditate, I'd do a morning of writing, then I'd have lunch, and then I'd do an afternoon of writing. And it was, it was like work. And so by the end of the spring, beginning of the summer of 2020, the book was coming together. And all of a sudden, I realized I had a book. At first, I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't know what I had. Uh, and then I know that I was certified in heart math, and that would be a great thing to teach online. But what else could we do to create this balance and this, this coherent life that I wanted? And so I started going through each of my senses and going through uh, the world around me. And I put together this program that essentially it involves five things. One is you get lots of concepts. The idea is most people are unaware of specific concepts of how to understand themselves. Then you learn some techniques, namely heart math. We're going to teach you all of these different heart math techniques, which helps you regulate your emotions. And then three, you go through what I call self-awareness. You're going to do the self-inquiry. You're going to go through each of your senses, figure out how you can use your senses to create balance. Then you put together a system for yourself, and then you practice it. And the idea is that you start to practice the life that you want to live. And, and so this process started to happen, and we put some people through the course, and people were transforming their lives, and it was, it was really exciting. And so that's how the Co Coherence Revolution sort of sort of came about and sort of started, uh, you know, but it was interesting, you know, the tagline to my book is, is finding your flow on the, on your uh, journey to the present moment. And, you know, when you're opening and you talked about how I did all these, you know, uh, adrenal junkie type of things, jumping off cliffs, you know, out of airplanes, scuba diving with sharks, all these dangerous things. And people always ask me like, why would you want to be an adrenal junkie when you're so anxious all the time? But you see, for me, Every day, I felt like I was about to go jump out of a plane. I'd wake up in the morning and I had severe anxiety, like I was going to write my final exam, like the worst thing in the world was about to happen. And so jumping out of an airplane didn't cause me more anxiety. I already felt anxiety. You know, going to jumping off a cliff, I didn't feel more anxiety. It was the same anxiety. But what all of those things did was they put me in the moment. And when I was, you know, scuba diving with sharks or jumping off of cliffs or going, you know, uh, skiing in waist deep powder, whatever it was that I loved, I was in the moment. I wasn't thinking about anything else and I felt alive. So it wasn't the adre adrenal rush that I was looking for. It was the getting me in the moment. Now, thankfully, over the last 20 years, I've been able to figure out other ways other than just adrenal uh, junkie type of things to get me into the present moment. Meditation, using heart math techniques, listening to different music, speaking to different people, engaging the world around me. So I don't have to do those things anymore to get in the moment. There's lots of things, but I still enjoy doing those things because they, they make me feel alive and, and they keep me inspired. I love that. And I think it's true. Oftentimes, you know, the, the key is to conquer 
the anxiety to really push past that. And, and maybe too, that was a way for you to say, I don't want to be focused on that. I want to be focused on something else that I can enjoy and feel that thrill in that moment. But um, can you talk a little bit about what is coherence? Sure. I think most of most people have experienced it to some degree or the next. You know, you'll hear an athlete say, I was really in the zone. And that's when time slows down, when their, their muscles and energy, everything is at high energy, everything's purring along the way it should. They've got, they feel very clear mentally. So athletes kind of get that. You know, people experience coherence when you walk into a room and you see someone across the room and you just know you want to go speak to them. There's this energy about it. You're feeling a coherent pull. You're feeling that energy. But when I'm talking about coherence, I'm talking about a specific state called physiological coherence where your heart and your brain are essentially in balance and in alignment with each other. But you see the heart's rhythm. Uh, most of us are chest breathers and we have these short, you know, you, you start off by taking a breath, but most people take a breath through their chest up and that really increases the stress response. But when you start to stomach breathe and you start to get your heart rhythm into a, what I call a sine wave, a nice sine wave of a nice flow to it, you can increase what's called your heart rate variability, which is your heart's ability to adapt to the world around it. And as you start to train your heart rate variability and you get a nice sine wave in your heart, it starts to entrain the brain because the heart's power electrically is about 40 times stronger than the brains. And so when you start to get your heart into a nice coherent rhythm, it starts to entrain the brain centers into that rhythm. And so you start to be able to make better decisions. It deals with pain. It deals with your stress response, your immune response. You start to entrain the parts of the brain that have higher brain function. And as you start to do that and your brain and your heart get into coherence with each other, you feel it, you feel resilient you, or, or you feel uplifted, you feel renewed. And you, it's a sense of energy. It's a sense of feeling like things are going right in your life. And so there is, a, it's not a theory. It's, there is a physiological state that you can attain. And, you know, I know with me, I practiced for years heart math. And really all I did was attain a relaxed state using breath work, using visualization, using an emotion. But what I never fully embodied was how important the emotion is. Because when people try to engage the law of attraction, when they try to in, engage their, their body, what they're, we're doing is thinking and we're meditating and we're thinking. But it's not about the thinking, it's about the feeling. And so like HeartMath has the, this biofeedback technology. You can put a, a sensor on your thumb or on your ear and it measures your heart rhythm. And when you get into a coherent rhythm, it tells you, so I remember this was 2011 when I really had my first breakthrough. I was sitting on my bed and I was trying to get into coherence. I was feeling anxious and I wanted to use the techniques. And so I started thinking of calm blue ocean. I started to think about beaches, I, anything I could to relax me, but I was missing it because nothing was happening. When you're starting to use biofeedback technology, that it's not turning green like it's supposed to, or it's not having the effect now the technology that's supposed to help you get into a relaxed, renewed state, you're getting frustrated with it because now it's not behaving or you're not doing what you'd think. So I had to take a step back and I remember just kind of uh, taking a minute and saying, okay, what can I do here to really get an emotion going? And in the moment, what came to me was my daughter at the time, she was about six years old 
and I visualized her jumping into my arms and giving me a hug. And I didn't just visualize the hug. I felt it. I felt her arms around me. I felt her kiss on my cheek. I felt the warmth of her body and just the, the connection that I had with my daughter in that moment. And I didn't need the technology to tell me, although it did, that something was happening. It literally took seconds and I felt almost tingles through my body. I felt uplifted. I felt energized. Things just felt right. And in that moment, I thought, wow, this is what coherence feels like. And I looked at the technology and it had gone green and it made this little beep. And it was sure enough, it was telling me I was in coherence. But really, that was my moment of going, I get it. There is a state that you can attain that is possible. Anybody can do it. And it took me seconds, not minutes, not hours, not months. And so when people tell you, you know, it might take years to get rid of anxiety, you can change your physiological state in seconds. And so this was a real powerful experience for me. And that's when I really started using it with my patients. Uh, it did take me several years later to actually get certified and start to teach it. And, you know, now with the coherence revolution, I'm starting to bring it online and teach people, uh, you know, these techniques. But uh, the idea is once, once I felt it, it was no longer just a theory. It was no longer something I was just chasing. It was a reality. You can attain this. Yeah, I love that. And, and I think that it speaks to the power of you being able to direct your attention to something that is pleasurable, that is, is really powerful in, in emotion, so that instead of you giving way to those, you know, obsessive thoughts, or, you know, those thoughts that come in when you don't even want them, but to, to direct your attention. And so maybe can you speak a little bit about the process mindset versus the destination mindset? Sure. You see, uh, just before I get into that, so just so that, um, you know, we understand what's happening here. Anxiety is very much like an addiction. You know, your brain gets used to creating those chemicals, producing the adrenal rush, you get anxiety, you produce more thoughts, which produce more chemicals, and it's a cycle and it becomes your set point. And so many people, including myself, would wake up every morning and initially without anything happening, it's fear of the day because your set point is anxiety. But when you start practicing the emotions of your future, when you start literally understanding how to change your emotional state by listening to music, by talking to different people, by looking at different visuals, by using your taste, by using your digestion, when you start to be able to know how to change your physiological state in the moment and create positive chemicals, you start to change your baseline for stress. And so as you start to change it, you start to create new neurological patterns and anxiety doesn't have to be your set point. And that really leads right into what you're talking about, which is destination mindset versus process mindset. Most people have a a destination mindset and we know it as the I'll be happy when story, right? I'll be happy when I go to school. I'll be happy when I have friends. I'll be happy when I get my first boyfriend or girlfriend. I'll be happy when I graduate, when I get my first car, when I get my first house, when I get married, when I have kids, when I get my best job, when I make enough money. I mean, it's always I'll be happy when. And so yeah. when, is, when is the time you're happy? Is it now? Or is it 10 years or 20 years or 30 years from now? So in Coherence Revolution, we, we, we help you create a, a life process. In other words, you, you can be as rigid with this or not. You can literally just have lists of things that work for you, or you can do a template of your life. 
from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed and you insert everything that you would like to do in your life, including the important things that keep you inspired, whether that's reading or socializing or, um, you know, making date night or doing extra work or whatever it is for you that makes you passionate. We have you create a template of your life, the one that you want to live. But then we take it the extra step further and you start to identify what emotions do you want to feel during those times of the day? Because in the morning, your emotion needs to be uplifted. You need to get out of bed and be inspired about your day. At night, you might want to be relaxed. You might want to be peaceful. Different emotions, different states, different physiological states. And so the idea is you want to identify how do you want to live your life? What type of emotions do you want at certain times of your day, certain times of your week, certain events, whatever. And then the idea is you start to practice the life that you want to live. And as you practice the life you want to live, you start to practice the emotions of your dream life. Those emotions become easier to feel. And as you, they become easier to feel, your dream life becomes more attainable because it just seems more uh, reachable. You, you, it seems more common. It seems uh, easy to get. And so now you're starting to live that life, even though you're practicing it every day, right? You're not, you're not just waiting till the end goal. And the best thing about having a process to live by is if you have a bad day, you have a bad week, you've gotten off your process, you don't need to attain anything. You don't need to get back to a goal. You just need to start your process again. The next day, you're right back on your process and you keep living it. And so the idea is when you, when you do the self-inquiry, you, you will have a toolbox to know what music or sounds uplift you and what deplete you. You're going to know what food you can use to, to, do different, uh, to put you in different moods. You're going to know the people to speak to, the places to walk when you, you know, in using nature. We're going to use all of our senses. And so each uh, in the course, we go through how to set up your process so that it's for you and you can revisit that at any time. But once you've had your process that you've developed, then it's just up to you to live that process and to continue to practice it so that you're living the life that you want to live. I love that because I think what it does is it helps you in your mind become more creative about what is going to make you happy or give you that emotion or give you that pleasure. And so many people focus on what they don't want. That's right. You know, and so now that you've been through this process and you have that coherence and you know how to tap into that, what happened to your anxiety? Well, the greatest thing now is that uh, right away, as soon as you have the uh, confidence that you can change your physiological state, your anxiety immediately comes down simply because you're not, the uncertainty of how you're going to deal with it is gone. You know how you're going to deal with it. Um, with me, I'm going to say probably half of the triggers that I used to have are just gone. They don't exist anymore. But for ones that do, because there's some powerful triggers the difference is now, I know it's a trigger. I know uh, that I can change my state and get out of that trigger. And so things that used to take me days or weeks to kind of get out of the funk or, or, or get out of the anxiety, it takes minutes now. If I have something that triggers me from the past, I know the things to do in the moment to change that my state, and then, and then I'm able to move forward. So, you know, this is not about um, a cure. Because some people either have constant stress in their life, and how do you get rid of that when you're living a stressful life? And some people, it, there are triggers that it is hard to get rid of. Um, it takes a lot of work and sometimes more work than people are even willing to put in. 
But the idea is that you can lessen the response uh, continually over time so that it doesn't control you. I don't, my anxiety that I would feel uh, is no longer my anxiety. It is anxiety that comes now and again, and I know how to deal with it. It's not mine. I don't own it anymore. I don't, it's, I don't take ownership of it. It's just anxiety that comes. It's part of life. I've got lots of tools now. And when it comes, I can get rid of it. And I think that's the empowering piece of it is that you know how to respond in a way that's going to give you back the power. Right. And it lets you know that you have a choice. You don't have to, this, this anxiety is not imminent. It's, it, it, it can, it can resolve itself. It can move away because you're focusing on something that is more um, peaceful, more joyous to you. What are some techniques or some other tools might you suggest to help people manage just everyday's anxiety or just ways that they can kind of tap into some sort of relaxation or coherence? Well, I think for most people, it's the self-inquiry part. We all have things that relax us or uplift us or make us feel good, but we're not doing them. And, you know, adults seem to have a bit of an aversion to doing things that maybe kids wouldn't. You know, uh, for me, even something as simple as going to a mirror and smiling, you see, as soon as you smile, the muscles that make you smile stimulate the brain and release uh, endorphins. But an adult, if I tell someone to go into front of a mirror and just smile, they feel embarrassed. There's a hang up. There's a, oh, this is silly. Whereas you tell a kid they're going to go and make funny and silly faces in front of a mirror like that. And it just it will change their mood. And so the idea is most uh, adults, the first thing they have to do is just um, literally admit to themselves this is not the way I want to feel. This is not the life I want to live. I, there is better for me. I can do better than this, or I need a change. I, even if you're not super anxious, if you're just not passionate, you just don't care about life in, in, in that type of way. There's no inspiration for you on a daily basis. The idea is once you can admit that and feel that, the first thing, just like you started this show, is to do a couple of breaths learning how to do it through your stomach. And so, you know, for me, it's always about, I put my hand here on my chest. I put one on my stomach and the one on my chest is just there so that it doesn't move. And I breathe in through my nose, just, and fill up your stomach as if it's a balloon and then release it. And there's two ways. I mean, you did it one way where you just, and you just let it go. But if you can do it through pursed lips and you do, and you elongate that out breath without getting too much into the science of it. When you breathe in, it stimulates what's called the sympathetic system, which is part of the stress or uh, alert system. But when you breathe out, it stimulates the parasympathetic, which is the relaxation system of the body. And so if you can elongate your out breath, you're actually stimulating more relaxation. So I would maybe do a four second in, six second out, something like that do four or five of those breaths and then just calm yourself so that you can make a better decision so that you can reevaluate the, you know, what, what you're doing in the moment. Um, so that's the first step to realize you're not happy with what's going on. Take a few breaths and then make a plan. And hopefully if you've gone through, you know, coherence revolution or something similar, you know that you've got tools that you can then use to change your state, to make, you know, make a difference and keep yourself uplifted for the rest of the day. 
And that's really what the course is about is each week we go through um, a different sense or a different aspect of your life that you can use. We, there's a workbook that you can go through and you can um, start to create your toolbox for in a moment when you need to be uplifted, when you need to be calmed, when you need to be inspired, you'll have that toolbox because you know in, in seconds you can change your physiological state. I love that. Can you tell my listeners where they can get the book, where they can learn more about the course? Absolutely. So if you go to coherencerevolution.com, there's lots of information on me and the course and our team and, and, and coherence and everything uh, to do with that. But there, we set up a special uh, homepage, which is coherencerevolution.com forward slash 2022. So if you go there and you just put the forward slash 2022, you can actually download uh, the ebook for free. I want people to have the material. I want you to dive into it. And the book is great to give you some oversight. Uh, but the course is where you're going to dive in. You're going to have the support of the group. You're going to get the workbook and you're going to literally learn these techniques every week for six weeks. And you're going to have time to start to learn how to practice emotion and, and get into the breakout rooms where you get to have really incredible experiences with other people. We're going to use our senses. There's painting, there's listening to music. It's, it'll be a fun time. Uh, and so there's actually a 50% off code for the course on that landing page. So you can either get the course at half price, uh, not either, you can do both. You can get the course at half price and you can download the book for free. And that's at coherencerevolution.com forward slash 2022. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time and you sharing your knowledge. Any last words of wisdom or nuggets before we end? Well, I think that uh, anybody listening who is not living an inspired life or feeling like they are overwhelmed on a daily basis, it doesn't have to be like that. And so what I would say is, is do your, re do your research, look into my course, read the book, uh, look out, reach out for help because uh, you can change your life around and it doesn't have to take months and years. I love it. Thank you, Dr. Mark Halpern with Coherence Revolution. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Master Your Mind with Dr. Erica. We will be back next with another terrific episode that will allow you to master your mind. Please visit hemphappier.com for more information about Dr. Erica and CBD oil. See you next week.